Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this new and exciting episode of Check-in Story podcast. This is your travel buddy Shruti. Travel inspiration is something that would make you want to take your backpack, fill that suitcase, book that ticket to your favorite destination and just set out on your journey. The stories of these globe trotters would inspire you to do just that. It's basically everything you require for the traveler in you. Today we have Siddharth Joshi, a popular travel blogger from India and the owner of SiddhTheWanderer.com, one of the blogs that has been consistently rated as a top blog in travel and living category from the country. So let's just talk to him. Hey Siddharth. Hey Shruti. Hi, how are you doing? Really good. How about you? I am doing awesome. So, welcome to our show and thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you for having me here. So, my first question would be, when I say the word travel, which three words come to your mind? Hmm. I think the first word has to be um something really generic, but for me it's really important. It'll be happiness. The second word could be stories of people. And I think the third word would be freedom. Cool. You actually described traveled entirely in all those three words. <laughs> cool. That's that's nice. So since you are so passionate about traveling, and since you have traveled so much, I'm sure you must be having some amazing stories. You know, as you said, your second word story. So you tell me which is your favorite out of all those stories. Our listeners would love to hear that. I would love to know that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a really tough question to answer because most stories that I have are all very close to me. However, uh, I think there are some places which have amazing stories and they have really inspired me a lot and maybe I can talk about that a bit here. Yeah, yeah, sure, um, go ahead. So one of uh, one of the very early solo trips that I did uh, and it was about a month long trip was in Kashmir and this is a time when uh, it was not yet popular with tourists. This is 2004-5 kind of uh, those years and I think for me that was so special it kind of opened up my world opened up my mind I think I warmed up to the idea of people's stories in Kashmir so to say you know I fell in love with the place with people food everything but I think I fell in love with travel also in a, in a much bigger way um, with that trip interestingly I never wrote about that trip so far uh but the stories that came out of it i think kind of influenced a lot of work that i did afterwards as well so i think kashmir as as a feeling as a sentiment as a place all of it i think is really special and uh, yeah i think that's a special story for me kashmir is a beautiful place cool people would love to hear it and read it so since we you were talking about writing and uh your blog said the wanderer is among the top travel blogs from india so from when did you start travel blogging and what inspired you to do that my god i wish i had a good answer for that <laughs> <laughs> i started about uh, about 6 years back i think um, i was in uh, my mother's hometown uh, which is almora in uttarakhand okay and i had a lot of free time and we had internet connectivity at home you know this is that was really cool and i had nothing to do i had a lot of pictures i had a lot of things in my mind and i had nothing to do so i started a blog <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think i just wanted to share the things that were in my head to the world and i thought maybe blogging could be a way of doing it uh, now there are so many more avenues but um 6 years back there were much less of these so i just started blogging yeah pretty much well, that's cool and i think out of all the options that are available now blogging is still the coolest one i think you know uh, because reading and writing is so much fun 
I think I agree to that. Yes, I think blogging and Instagramming. I I really like. Yeah, <laughs> you just took what everyone likes now. Yeah, yeah, and, and there's a reason for it as well. I think people connect to it quite well. Uh, images speak, and um, yeah, I mean, there's 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 a lot of connect, personal connect there. So is the case with blogging as well, and that's why I like it. I think both both of these. Exactly. So as we're talking about your blog, I have to bring up a very interesting blog that you've written. For mm-hmm. couples traveling, so <laughs> <laughs> would you like to tell our listeners something about that blog? There were some tips in that, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I often don't write about um, couple travel on my blog. It's it's I don't know. It's it's my travels, you know, primarily. But this blog is different, of course. Um, talking about traveling with your partner, I feel that uh, for me, especially, um, couple travel is maybe one of the most interesting ways of traveling. I also feel that off late solo traveling has become, um, I don't know, de facto the right way of travel, or you know, the way to travel uh, uh, for many people. I mean, it's it's really aspired kind of uh, way to travel, which which is great. But I feel that there's there's so much more in travel, and couple travel is so special. Uh, I think that's why I wrote the post. You know, uh, I don't write such things often because I ri- really like to keep that distance. Uh, <laughs> but this post is in a way different. Um, also, I thought I'll share some cool tips, you know, funny tips that you can uh, kind of follow. I think traveling with your partner also helps you revive a lot of uh, love, passion, uh, intimacy, and so on. And you know, so amazing, right? I mean, you you get to have a great time and you get to travel, and you know, yeah. That's why I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I would request all our listeners to once read that blog, and it is amazing, and I loved it. So, Thank yeah. you so much. I don't know about the application part of it, but <laughs> yeah, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, if you have some tips, I think it'll be really nice to uh, you know <laughs> leave a comment there and let me know. Yeah, sure. That I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know. As I was uh, going through your blog and the site, I must mention this: that the photographs were amazing, and your skill there is pretty awesome. So, Sadha, tell us what role do your travel journeys play in your passion for photography? Oh, maybe I can just turn around the question and <laughs> ask it the other way. I think it's it, that's they're so together; they almost always go together for me. Mm-hmm. For me, camera is not a hindrance for me to experience. a place or or anything you know for me it's it's a way to enhance it and similarly travel kind of obviously opens up whole new opportunities of photographing things so they're, they're super important i think they're so closely linked to what i do i mean for me as a person as well that they play i think one would be incomplete without the other especially for me and it's not just because i write about my experiences or i share pictures of my experiences I think for me it's really important sometimes to also capture that experience not just for anybody else for, but for me as well and uh, that somehow makes it quite special for me so often I don't share all the pictures of course I don't share all the pictures that I take but the process of taking itself is so nice I love it <laughs> but I must tell you whatever pictures you've shared what all pictures they are amazing so thank you cool that's that's really amazing and i think both the things like blogging and photography actually makes the whole thing more attractive you know and more uh, readable sort of like so yeah, yeah of course of course for a reader i think having images to supplement text is almost always amazing because people who come to read my blog are not necessarily looking for information they are looking at <laughs> what i did where i went you know and images speak you know so well 
I can use thousand words to describe a scene or a sunset, you know, but an image would just do it in in a second, you know. So yeah, both both work. Exactly, exactly. So let's move on to our next question, which is, uh, what is your take on Indian travel scene, as in like how it has flourished throughout the time, and so what do you think about it? I think we are going through a really really interesting phase right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, especially the youngsters are really willing to experiment. Um, Conventional places are, uh, of course, they're still being traveled to, but you know, they're getting good competition from. Uh, let's say I'll give you an example. Uh, Kumbh Mela, for instance, mm-hmm. it was never a travel destination for a traveler, you know. But oh, now it's just it a is. Bollywood scene, probably. Yeah, but now it is. People kind of plan their trips. There are groups which are organizing photo tours, photo walks, uh, stays, and so on for. places like these i mean i think they are amazing places for experiences and i'm really glad people are doing it but 10 years back you know it, it won't happen you won't have an 18 year old guy uh, planning a trip on his own to kumbh mela so i think uh, we are willing to experiment now uh, we are willing to also experiment with a new concept uh, it's been around for a while outside india though it's called slow travel for example for lack of better word we kind of just take things in your stride you know you just go to a place and without a plan and see how how things open up work out for you i think that's another great way of uh, travel and we are willing to do that people especially go to himalayas nowadays those who can afford go outside india and um, go to places let's say turkmenistan kind of places which are not really on um, on anybody's radar for travel but you know we just want to do different things i think that's happening a lot i think also weekend traveling is happening a lot um, i don't remember as a kid traveling on the weekends as much but now i see almost every couple or every bunch of friends kind of hopping onto a car bus train whatever you can find and traveling on the weekend so i think there are a lot of new trends and and i think as long as people are traveling it's just so good you know there's there's nothing better than that Yeah actually I do agree to it because you know weekends are like these people who are working have an off so that's when they go and as you mentioned that people want to try things differently so I think they're doing it in the scene of travel as well so cool so uh, i i i'm keeping you know i'm keeping on going back to your blog uh, well but i have to go back to it again sure. so your blog has a section in it called uh, tell me your dream So now we would like to ask you Sadat what is your travel dream <laughs> Okay so let me just tell you quickly about what tell me your dream means uh-huh. so this was a year long project which I did last year where I traveled wherever I traveled so I traveled to about six different countries uh, and I interviewed one person every single day wherever in the world I was uh-huh. and asked them about their dreams uh, and share that story so that's how the project spanned out and I'm continuing it this year as well um, in some form as well um coming back to your question about my dream uh i think i'm super super clear about what my dream on travel is i dream of a world without borders i dream of a world where you don't have visa restrictions i dream of a world where people travel freely um where ideas flow where cultures mix where people connect um i think we have so many of these artificial borders which kind of keep us away world was never created that way right uh, nature didn't mean us to be divided by artificial borders they're not there in nature um it's all man made so i think there is value in uh, rethinking some of this and uh, yeah i would love to see my dream fulfilled <laughs> 
I would uh, love to see that too. Imagine the world without borders and visa. Oh my God, everyone would love it. Such a beautiful place to live in there. Totally, and we'll we'll all be so open in our minds. I think only when we meet people and meet people from different cultures, we realize that they're not so different from us. We are all quite alike. You know, it's the differences are mainly in our heads, and I think travel breaks it. And so. I think it'll be amazing. We'll we'll solve a lot of our problems if we can do that. Exactly, exactly. So uh, you were talking about tell me your dream, uh, the campaign that uh, you did. How how was it like? Like how was the response to it? It was amazing. I think um, uh, I started it as a very personal project, and then a lot of people joined in. I started it on Instagram actually on first of Jan 2015 and finished on 31st December 2015. Okay. So started off as a personal project, but then a lot of people joined me in this. Uh, like people would start sharing stories of. and dreams of people in their neighborhoods in mumbai nagpur delhi japan norway um so it was quite nice um, also it was nice because it it allowed me to kind of reach out to wider audiences cnn wrote about it times of india hindustan times lot of newspapers wrote about it i was also invited for a tedx talk to talk about the project so um i could kind of spread the idea of world without borders and tell me your dreams as a means of doing that quite a bit uh, by doing the project and since i'm so passionate about it i think any avenue that i get to talk about it i always grab it and uh, you know try and convince people that it's, it's actually not as scary as it might sound right now uh, obviously it's not possible as it is but there's a way of doing it and i think it's through connecting people that's great i mean this campaign sounds really interesting i wish you all the best for the same campaign that you're going to do ahead so i Thank hope you, you get a lot of lot of responses for that Thank you. So that was awesome. Uh, so now let's jump to talking about food. As we are talking about travel, we can't escape the topic of food. So said you are a vegetarian and you travel to so many places. So how do you manage the wedge of food everywhere you go? Any hack there? I don't know if I have a hack, uh, but I I'm quite flexible on food. Um, if i can just get bread and a piece of cheese i think i can survive on that or if i can get some veggies i can just boil and eat those so i'm not fussy about vegetarian food uh, at all uh, wherever i go i try and eat just the local food and trust me there's always vegetable some kind of vegetable or other which is available so just be open i think that's that's the key um and if there's nothing to survive on you know then i do eat i eat fish if if it comes to that <laughs> i'm not a i'm not a strict vegetarian in terms of religion i just do it by choice because i think it's more sustainable mm-hmm. but if there's no other way of living then i would eat uh, whatever is required to survive i wouldn't starve myself to death so i'm i'm more flexible um, when i'm traveling in that context so cool i mean all the vegetarians out there i hope you guys are listening just be flexible like sadat does it anyways let's <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to our next question Airports uh, play a very vital role in our travel journeys, and uh, it's a place where there are so many things happening. So, Sadat, do you have an airport story that you would like to share with listeners? Actually, lots of airport stories because I'm spending a lot of my time when I'm traveling at airports, uh, and I travel a lot. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, airports are integral to <laughs> to to what I do, and I really enjoy them. You know, in a way, most people hate them. I I sometimes like the layovers actually. Uh, so I'll just tell you the story about. Um, so yeah, so the first time I was traveling outside India was to Turkey, and then on I was going to Italy. And interestingly, I missed my flight uh, in Turkey, mm-hmm. and so I was stuck in the country at the airport for almost a day extra. And 
that's the time when i met this bunch of uh, really nice pakistani people they were also kind of going ahead to europe from pakistan and they also had a stop over there and this was the first time i actually ever spoke to our to anybody from our neighborhood you know uh, and we all have prejudices we all have assumptions about people how they are and what they would be thinking about us and i think it was so nice to spend those few hours talking to them i think it it really opened up my mind uh you know this is a long time back this is about 10 years back actually and i think it was it was my special story at an airport because we spent the whole night because we were all there for the night just talking about what india is what pakistan is without even ever mentioning about any differences you know and it felt like i was talking to a brother you know from my own country it didn't feel like a stranger so i think it was really cool uh, to meet people strangers and make sort of connections and friends airports allow you to do that a lot exactly that was a lovely story i think all these prejudices are in our minds you know like we all are human beings and you know irrespective of the borders so that that was so cool that you actually got to connect with somebody from a neighboring country yep so um, so tell me which is the most spontaneous trip or stopover you ever have taken okay so i have a very very weird story for that so i was in delhi a few back um, and this is in winters around uh, this is before uh, yeah before 26 jan and middle of jan and i have four days off and i am like wondering what should i do i wanted to travel and um, so i like really out of instinct i thought i'll go to ladakh um i'd been to ladakh before in summers and i loved it and i always was very curious what it would be like to go there in winters when the temperature is so extreme the only way to reach there is through, through flying so i booked my tickets just a day before i was supposed to travel and i reached ladakh on the way to the flight i met a bunch of guys you know i had no idea somebody else would also be like me you know willing to travel to ladakh when the temperatures there are minus 15 but i saw a lot of people and i was so curious you know what is everybody doing here you know i thought i was the crazy one and then they were all going there for treks so i made friends with a bunch of these guys uh, um you know and they were also very interested in what i was doing because they were there for a purpose i was there without any plan so what happened in the next two days is that one of the team members in their group fell ill because of high altitudes and had to head back to bangalore and they had a vacant seat in their tra- trekking group so i kind of volunteered and said can i take you, can you take me along you know for this trip and they thought it over and they said are you fit you know we are going for this trek it's called chadar trek it you basically walk on a frozen river um and it's really slippery it's dangerous and the temperatures can go really cold and we'll be there on, in ice for 7 days sleep there eat there walk there as like yeah let me just call up uh, you know i was working with aims at that time in new delhi so i just called them up and said you know what i'm not coming back on monday i'm coming back only on the monday after that <laughs> so i stayed back for a week more uh, trekked with them um, walked through ice fell in water climbed mountains and did all these crazy things but it was completely unplanned i had to borrow money from this group of people borrow clothes walking sticks everything from them and do the trek so i think <laughs> that for me was little crazy yeah unplanned craziness that's cool actually uh, that's that's the thing with these spontaneous trips like you have to do everything on the spot because you're not at all prepared for it but that's the fun you know being unprepared is the fun of the trip true so uh, you were saying that you had to take a week off from your work and all so basically you are a product designer i'm sure your work must be so hectic so how do you manage to uh, keep up with your work still you know get to travel to these amazing places and still get to travel like 
yeah that's a that's a good question i'm trying to still find a balance to <laughs> to this um i always use my weekends to travel so no weekend would you find me in pune i would be flying somewhere else and traveling and taking pictures uh, that's one and i take a lot of holidays i think <laughs> i take more holidays than uh, most of my colleagues and whenever i have uh, any long weekends i never let go of it um, and for me travel doesn't depend on anybody else coming along so as long as as long as there is holiday i would travel people can join me awesome if they cannot join me i would still manage so you know i just just use any possible day to travel i think that there's no hack there it's just trying to find a balance also travel blogging requires a lot of work after you come back so you know it gets intense after that as well but for travel i just use the holidays but i must say you i think you're saying that you know it's just trying to find the balance but i must say that you're doing it pretty awesome i mean the blog and the site and traveling to so many places along with your work that's pretty commendable thank you so much so sadhat uh, summers are almost ending we have a month left and uh, then we have june and july with the rains so where do you think people should travel or go for a trip in the seasons like which are the best places according to you for now i think once the rains start uh, i feel northeast is really 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 beautiful mm-hmm. of course it's not the easiest uh, season to travel but it's so pretty you should definitely head out there uh, in west uh, our own maharashtra i think is just so beautiful everything turns green and so saturated i think trekking is uh, something i love doing and i think it should be on everybody's agenda for monsoons um that is in western ghats i also would always recommend kashmir in summers because uh, you know no matter how how much rains you get the moment the rain stops it gets so hot and it remains hot almost through the country but kashmir is one part and uttarakhand uh, himachal including uh, where you you can cool off very easily so uh, the problem is that there's a lot of people who would think the same way and they will head out to kashmir so you'll have a lot of crowds but <laughs> it's still worth going in summers because it's, it's so beautiful and so convenient yes that's cool and and what about like apart from india i think uh, africa is really nice at this time uh, as well you can try there uh, europe is of course i think the top most destination in summers uh, um surprisingly it's quite warm there as well so be prepared throughout europe i think i have traveled quite a lot in europe in in this season and even switzerland is warm so you have to kind of not assume that europe is going to be cool but i think europe is a really good place to go uh in in this season as well throughout from north to south i think it's it's good that's cool these are some amazing places i'm sure our listeners are noting it down for going there so Again I'm coming back to your blog because I love the site to be very honest. So uh you have written a blog on Rwanda and your trip there. Would you like to walk our listeners through it? Yes, so I was actually in Rwanda for for my work. Um I had designed a product and we were launching it there. Um but after that I took some days off and traveled around in the country as well for about yeah 8-10 days. um i had very little knowledge about the country before i went there but i researched quite a bit when i was going to travel and uh, you know this country has a really difficult past uh, because of the genocide that happened a uh, few years back there but they've really come out of it and uh, you know the good thing is that they don't hide it but really put it out in front of you so that everybody can learn from it and not make those mistakes so um I can talk about one special trip that I made to this museum called uh, the Kigali Genocide Museum in the capital city Kigali and it's I think for me I think if I can remember the most 
emotional travel experience then this would be it you know uh, it's a beautifully designed space uh, talks about all these killings but also talks about humanity and coming out of it um, it'll make you cry you know there's no way you can go there and not come back without crying you know so it's it's very very emotional but i think it's it's so important for i mean not just for a traveler for any human being to visit a place like this and uh, you know i felt so humbled uh, being there apart from that rwanda is also full of lot of wildlife i think it's one of the two countries in the world which still has uh, three countries in the world which still has uh, wild uh, mountain gorilla population so i spent quite a lot of time there in the volcanoes there uh, you kind of you know, so the interesting bit is these are dormant volcanoes where you can go hiking and uh, with with a group of course and look for gorillas and actually spend quite a lot of time with them you know it could be right next to them they're very gentle uh, unless they're angry so it was quite an experience to do that as well yeah. but your blog is like very beautifully written and uh, yeah i mean i'm sure your experience must have been wonderful so so that tell us what's next for you where are you traveling next what next project oh yeah a lot of travel next so in in, in about 10 days i'll be traveling to denmark in copenhagen mm-hmm. um after that i'm in uh, in uk for a cruise mm-hmm. and uh, after that i'm in norway for about 2 uh, to 3 weeks then back in india so mid of june i should be back here uh, back to office oh cool so all the best for all your travels i'm sure you'll have fun there i hope Thanks. you have fun there <laughs> <laughs> I will I will I'll make sure I do. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so that uh, what what travel tips do you want to give to our listeners? Ha, ah, I think be open. I think that's the that's the only tip I would like to give. Travel wherever you want to go to, travel uh, whatever kind of experiences you want to capture, do that. Just just be in your comfortable space but just be open. And when you're traveling, uh, I think it's important not to just stay within your small tiny group or with yourself uh, even if you're traveling solo. I think it's super super essential to connect with the people who make the place because they are the ones who actually make the place. So reach out to people, talk to them. Um your travel experience will be so much more richer. So connections are very very important. And this is not for travel bloggers or travel writers at all. This is for any traveler. If you travel to a place, talk to the people who live in that place. Everybody would happily open up and share their stories. and you will come back a richer person yeah that's actually the beauty of travel lovely that was lovely so so that we have the last round now the rapid fire round and you have to be like really quick i'll ask you a couple of questions uh, some choices and you have to select one of them okay sure okay so shall i start i'm really scared now shruti <laughs> no you don't have to i'm be. shivering shruti <laughs> <laughs> no you don't have to be these are like really simple questions and i'm sure you'll do awesome so let's go for it Okay, if you insist. <laughs> okay, I I guarantee that this one would be fun. Okay. Okay, cool. So, first one: mountains or beaches? Mountains. Solo travel or travel with your girlfriend or friends? Girlfriend. Kayaking or skydiving? Skydiving. Party around a bonfire or a pool party? Bonfire. Tea or coffee? Which is the best drink to feel energized during your travel? Coffee. Okay. Which is the best place to travel for a date? An island or among the trees? Island. Cool. Driving to a destination or riding to it? Driving. Okay. Snow-clad hills or a rainforest? Rainforest. 
See, cool. Woohoo. You did awesome. You were so quick. Oh my god, you're quicker than me asking the questions. <laughs> <laughs> and you were scared. See, there was nothing to be scared about. This is fun. I know. Yeah, it was fun totally. Yes, I agree. Cool. So we end the questions here so that it was awesome talking to you. Actually, we don't end the questions here, Shruti, oh. because I have something to ask you. Oh, please go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Shruti, you know I walk around asking people strangers on the streets about their dreams. So, I will ask you the same question. What's your dream, Shruti? <laughs> What's my travel dream? Yes. Okay. Uh well, I want to travel solo to places where nobody knows me, you know. Like as you were talking about connecting to people, I would love that. Take a small bag. Oh, sorry. Not a small bag. A big bag. And, you know, since I'm a girl. <laughs> so, take a big bag and with all my stuff in it and just go around and go to places, go to countries where nobody knows me and make new friends and not come back to my, you know, not come back and keep my phone switched off. and you know have my camera with me and just go around and have fun and come back say after 2 3 months to the people i know so yeah that's beautiful you would have such a time you have a time of your life if you i am telling you yes i'm so sure even while talking about it and thinking about it i'm becoming so excited like yes i want to do it at least once in my life like don't plan so much just go for it yeah, yeah i'm not planning yes i will go for it <laughs> excellent <laughs> cool that was so so much fun talking to you thank you siddharth likewise shruti i feel uh, check in story is a very cool concept uh, primarily because it's meant to inspire people to travel uh, i am a, i'm a big big supporter of travel as a concept itself so you know i'm quite looking forward to what happens with this platform next um, i think the potential is really really big so go for it guys thank you so much for your views on check in story and it was awesome thank you siddharth Thank you Shruti. So guys, that was Siddharth Joshi who's taking his passion for travel to places. I had super fun and I hope you guys had fun too. Check in story will be back again with yet another exciting episode with some more fun, a new guest and some new stories. This is your host and travel buddy Shruti signing off. Until then keep traveling, keep exploring and for more exciting updates and episodes, do not forget to subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud.